All right, everybody, welcome back to the Sooner or Later podcast. I had to look to make sure that was all okay. This week for episode 124, we're doing two-a-days on the live stream. So that means up first, you're getting Bros. Bros is directed by Nicholas Stroller, written by Billy Eichner and Nicholas Stroller, produced by Judd Apatow, Nicholas Stroller, and Joshua Church, with cinematography by Brandon Toast. Trost? Wow. Holy shit, I'm dying. Uh, Edited by Daniel Gabe. Music by Mark Shaman. Production companies were Global Solutions and Apatow Productions. Uh, distributed by Universal Pictures with the release dates of September 9th, 2022 at TIFF and September 30th, 2022 in the wider United States with a runtime of 115 minutes and a budget of $22 million. As of December 4th, it only brought in $14.7 million in the box office. So a bomb in all sense of the of the word. Uh, Bros currently sits uh, at 88% on the tomato meter with 213 reviews and 90% on the audience score with 500 plus verified ratings and a Metacritic score of 72 from critics and a 4.0 audience score. But the only people who truly matter to you are these three fine gentlemen right here and our 10 minute (laughs) spoiler free review starts now. Now. Who wants to open it up? I open it up every time, so I'm letting y'all open it up. Uh, funny. This movie's funny as shit. <laughs> it is very funny. Yeah, I think it's cool because you get kind of different types of characters that you normally wouldn't get. Or like in movies, like these characters would be the one-off characters. Now you get a whole movie of them. Of one-off characters? Yeah. So this is a, structurally speaking, it's a perfect rom-com, isn't it? Other than it being yeah, maybe it a little too long, tropes. right? It hits yeah. all of them, doesn't it? I'd I would agree. So. I watch a lot of rom coms, and I think it's a very strong rom com. I think, as long as you aren't uncomfortable by things, I think watching, you should really enjoy this. I movie. think we can say it because it's not a spoiler. <laughs> if as long as you're not uncomfortable watching dudes get blown, it's a good movie. Yeah, <laughs> you just got to be okay with that. Um, I think it it too. There is some. There's some like um. There's some heart to it where it's like, yeah, it's a comedy, but like because it does the rom-com thing well, like you get those moments of heart and levity and you also get those moments of like character development where it's like you assume you'd get in this movie, but it could also have been just raunchy and kind of, you know, the characters could have just been, you know, um, exaggerations of stereotypes. But overall, I think it does justice to a lot of the characters. But even if it was over the top with just a bunch of stereotypes, that would have just been girls trip, but with gay dudes, right? Which would have yeah, been rad. I mean, like, it would have been yeah. hilarious, but it definitely wouldn't have been a rom-com. Um, yeah. I mean, this movie could have been all those type of, like, yeah, they even mentioned hangovers in here. Like, it could have been, like, those, oh just, like, bro stuff. Just, like, hey, they're sexually attracted to each other. Yeah. Um, it's how- a good love story, dude. Love is love is love. No, yeah. love is not love, Eric. <laughs> That's the whole point, yeah. is that love is not love. Um, I love how, like, the satire in it, like, or I guess... Is that what you would call it? Like where they would, they showed like the the movie studio guy, and then there were like like that meeting, like yeah, that, yeah, that's yeah. Not it, how it actually yeah, happened, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Like he's just went like when he's retelling the story, it goes over the top. Yeah, I mean the the narrator is very he he's very gay, <laughs> like you know, flamboyant. Um, yeah, and I mean throughout the movie, like you're you're supposed to see him that way because we're almost seeing it through the uh, love interest, like you know, perspective of being like, "Hey, man, just tone it down a bit." And this guy's like, "No, this is me." 
I good old Bobby. I beg to differ. You're seeing it omnipotently, and you will uh, kind of vibe and go along with whatever character you're agreeing with. Because I didn't see it from the boy from the new guy's point of view at all. I didn't see it from Billy Eichner's point of view at all. I I felt more so like. I'm just someone watching from the outside and like enjoying these two people talking to each other. But like, I didn't agree with the boyfriend at all. What, bro? You're gay. Was it Aaron. Yeah, like you're gay. Your partner's gay. You can't be like, like, bro. Tone it down. Don't be so gay. And it, like, what? Like, I. What? It it really depends too because like, uh, it is it because he's still not comfortable and his parents aren't comfortable and I understand that perspective because like if if it wasn't even the gay thing if it was something else and you're like hey you're you're like too loud and you know I can you tone it down because my parents you know stuff like that like you could still use that as the same way of someone saying that it is just like because they're talking about being gay I don't like, think oh, anybody's no. ever died because they were too loud. Yeah, but like still, like, if <laughs> they like, weren't persecuted if you're, like, for your, it, if you're meeting your significant other's parents for the first time, you're always wanting like, hey, just you know, try to kind of not be like too yeah. much. But that's general. only if that person is too much, though. Like yeah. you don't have to tell like, that to somebody who's not too much. But like, he knows this guy. He's been spending yeah. time with him. He understands. He watches this podcast, which can we just show some love for movies that are showing podcast love? It's 2022 is the year of the yeah. podcast movie. But like, I I think his boyfriend was being kind of a piece of shit. Cause, I mean, he was being a piece of shit. Yeah. because <laughs> not kind. I think he was. Billy Eichner's character has had to fight for being gay, being normal all the time. Like, mm -hmm. so, like, he's always in that fight mode for him to be like, hey, don't be yourself right now. That's yeah. kind of a piece of shit thing to ask somebody. But like, and at that point, he's gone through the monologue, right? He went he went through the monologue where Bobby explained his whole life, right? Yeah. And yeah. They were at the beach already. And then, yeah. And then he does all that knowing that yeah. backstory. Yeah. But like you like within the community, you have people that feel that way, though. Some people are like, hey let's not be too flamboyant because it's hard enough for us already. And that's how he yeah, but, sees it. But that's internalized homophobia. And Billy Eichner literally, I don't think that's spoilers. Billy Eichner literally tells him that. He's yeah. like, um, mm -hmm. when he's talking about his Bobby. hopes and dreams, yeah, fuck yeah. the character names. There's gay one and gay nah, two. Dude. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> uh, masculine gay and fairy gay. Is that yeah. better, Eric? I mean, that's what they are, though. Like, yeah. and I think it's important to have. But those Billy Eichner's character movie. is an otter, right? He's not a twink because he's not hairless. He's more of an otter, isn't he? Sure, man. I don't know what that means, but. <laughs> Do your fucking research, you the fucking homophobes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes, he is. He is. <laughs> okay. Um, he's a he's a bird chest, is what he is. But no, yeah, bird feeder chest is what he called yeah. it. <laughs> um, but like that is ultimately just internal internalized homophobia. He's too he's too worried about being masculine presenting that he can't, you know, handle this this gay guy who is just openly gay and yeah. flamboyantly gay. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. So, but like, yeah, while people may feel like that, that doesn't mean that mm -hmm. it's, like, that's part of the problem, you know, mm -hmm. is because they still feel like they have to hide it. And it's like, bruh, you don't have to hide shit. Just be yourself. That's all that matters. Yeah. But, like, if that character feels, like, and it makes him uncomfortable, you as your significant other should still be like, oh, I, 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 I care about your feelings as well. And I'm not saying totally not be yourself, but, like, you know, 
there there's there's like levels to it and i I, think too like neither of them were seeing each other's point of view they were only seeing their point of view at that point especially like when they they have a dinner scene they're really both only seeing their like point of view for the most part yeah but one of their point of views is out of fear and uncomfortableness and the other Mm. one is acting uh in defense of his culture you know what I mean? Yeah. Because in that scene, the mom is disparaging. That's what she's doing. Yeah. She's saying, you know, you're being gay is unnatural and children shouldn't learn about it. And mm-hmm. like my man's whole point in life has been yeah. lifting the gay community up. I think mm-hmm. he acted appropriately in that situation because you know what? Fuck her for thinking that. Yeah. But I think the example he uses, like a child at that age, whether it be gay, straight or other, a lot of people feel like they shouldn't experience that stuff. Like, cause, but it's history. Like, Hold on. So that's part of the problem, right? And I, I love that this movie tackled it head on because it's super mm-hmm. important. It is a museum. They're not showing these kids sexual positions. They're mm-hmm. not talking about anything sexual. It is saying these are gay people from history that yeah. your textbooks don't teach you about. You should know about this shit. Yeah, but the issue is the example he used was like, oh, when I was this age, I saw these men and all sure, this. But, yeah. but he's not saying he's going to do that to a bunch of fucking <laughs> second graders, you know? Yeah, like, but like, because uh, like when he says that to her, she's kind of just like, oh, whoa, like, you know, and you can tell where he's like, hey, that's a lot. Like, because I, I mean, it depends how you feel about things, but I don't think any child should see either straight or gay like that at 12 years old. <laughs> Like, but no one's defending man, that. Woman. No one's defending that. Yeah. Not here. I'm not defending it. So yeah. don't worry about that. I'm defending. It was a bad what? example for him to use that in yeah, that moment. But he was in a heated moment. You know, yeah. he had just yeah. dealt with that his, dude. Go ahead, Eric. Because the initial question was, why aren't you teaching these kids this stuff? Right. Mm. It's not like, why aren't you showing these kids? Why is there no stuff? anal in your second grade class? I don't understand. <laughs> yeah. You know, he's not talking about that. Like, it's like the hidden figures, right? You know, like all the black people throughout history that you don't know about mm-hmm. and with gay people and fucking shitty ass American schools only teach you that shit for a month. And they teach you the same four motherfuckers when there's hundreds of thousands of people of color and, and gay people and lesbians who have done so many mm-hmm. amazing things. And, and like, that's what he's arguing. He's not arguing that yeah. mm-hmm. second graders should be watching dudes flaccid penises bounce around. He was <laughs> yeah. just bringing up his point of view and like what he experienced. But like. He's not wrong, you know? I I think him in that instance is the most right person at that table. I mean, shit. It's really just the three of them. The dad and the brother didn't say shit. No, nah, but <laughs> the dad nothing. and the brother are super... They're less okay with it than the mom is, it seems. The brother's yeah. really not okay with it. He's really like, oh, I don't know what to do here. Yeah, it's super uncomfortable. Yeah. All right. 15 seconds. Say something, Eric. You took a breath. What do you want to say? I think it's a good mix of comedy, but also like uh, like social awareness of what the whole film is about. Yeah, I agree. Because when good. the comedy hits and when the social awareness hits, oh, yeah, I can't use that film. That that's simple. No, you can. You can <laughs> use the A OK. Just don't do this, brother. Oh shit! Oh, no. <laughs> that's how you know it's bad. Got it. You, got it. But you know what's not bad is what we think about bros. And on three, we're going to say out loud and give a thumbs up or thumbs down about how we feel. One, two, three. This is a thumbs up. Thumbs up. Big thumbs oh, up. thumbs up. Three thumbs. Um, up. And what you can do with your thumb 
is awkwardly use it to drag the mouse over to the top right-hand corner of the screen and click on our spoiler-full review of Bros. Um, if, if you're on YouTube, wait a week also, and you're going to watch the Violent Night review that we filmed with the same exact clothes on. On different days, 100%. though. 100%. Different yeah, this days. is tomorrow. That's tomorrow. <laughs> Um, all right, everybody. So go or watch Bros. It's on the Peacock. I almost said the other name we have for it. It's on <laughs> Peacock. Go watch Bros. It's fantastic. Uh, you're fantastic. We love you guys. Bye. Bye. Uh, all right. All right. Now we're in the spoilers. Full on spoilers. That is fucking crazy. We saw that foursome happen. <laughs> I'm not ready yeah. for that. I did not expect that. In the theater, dude, when they were like showing, I was like, oh, they hooked up. And then and you're like, and then it slow pans down. And you're like, out. whoa, what the? The other foursome was funnier to me, though, where the other guy, the like, is not. Dude, Steve. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, bro, get out, dude. <laughs> Nobody you're wants you. Love, he was, like, around them, and he was like, uh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just from watching it like, moaning. Yeah, he's like, oh, massage me. <laughs> or when and he, I love like, when he... When he like tries to force himself in between all three of them and like get in yeah. the shit, it's so funny, dude. Dude, oh, it man. was great. Like I, I it was hilarious. Dude, I felt bad <laughs> for him, but I'm like, bro, no, yeah. no, your like awareness. Dude. Get the fuck out of there, <laughs> dude. In and, theaters, we were all fucking cackling at that shit, man. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> it was funny. Because I had thought at first, I was like, oh, he's with um the other guy, you know, uh, the the guy he knew from high school. Mm. And then when you get into it, it's just like, oh, bro, you just walked up. Like, but I mean, why did they just tell him? No, bro, this is a threesome, not a foursome. <laughs> Maybe because it's like, clearly this movie paints gay, gay dudes as extremely promiscuous. Yeah. Regardless of whether or not they're like that, the stereotype is there in media anyways. But maybe yeah. they were just like, you know what? Another dick. Let's throw it in the mix. Let's see what happens. Yeah, you know, not? if he's satelliting us, you know, maybe he'll fluff me while I step out, and the other two dudes are doing <laughs> yeah. it, and then I have back in. Um, that dude is the most tragic character in the whole movie, though. But yeah, but I could see too because he even says it, the main character, where he's like, "Oh, you know, hey, I, you know, just fine. I'm trying to be open. This, mm-hmm. that, and the other." So I can see him letting him in, being like, "Okay, you know, hey, it is what it is. I'm not gonna be like, oh, hey, let's just make it us three and make this a thing. Yeah, let's you know let whoever in and just be you know free flowing." Um, but the other characters didn't give two fucks about that guy. They like, grew the shit out of him. <laughs> yeah, they didn't even kiss him once. <laughs> He was like trying to kiss their backs and they kept just fucking big shouldering him out of the way. Amen. Amen. (laughs) And steroid shouldering his ass. Yeah. Uh, So the director of this movie did Forgetting Sarah Marshall, Get Him to the Greek, The Five-Year Engagement, Neighbors, Neighbors 2, Storks, and this movie. I don't know what the fuck the Storks is. I've seen... I haven't seen Neighbors 2. It is animated. Uh... Oh, it's a WB property. What the what fuck? It look like it's yeah. It's, I'll it's send about it to like, you. I'll send uh, it to you. About like the whole babies and storch things. Yeah, but uh, I mean, this dude's made funny movies though. He's a good director. He is one of the funniest movies ever. Like P Diddy in that is so funny. I haven't seen it. In I so always long. wanted to see that, but never. I never saw I, it. It's on like something. I I it's one of the, like, and then Jonah Hill is like one of those guys that just like find funny in most things too. Yeah. Um. And it's like it's cool that it's a continuation of Forgetting Sarah Marshall, which is I like that. Yeah, because the that same character is the same like uh star Russell Brand's character. Mm-hmm. 
Green Star Marshall's funny too. They show some uh, penis too. You have hey, to yes, have stars. Uh, Wait, he didn't do yes man. What are you talking about? Nicholas Troller. Yeah, he direct. He didn't oh, direct yeah, he yes man. Oh, never mind. I was like, "What did yeah. I did I say that?" And my brain forgot it. I was up until like three o'clock last night, so I'm yeah. really tired. Um, <laughs> that guy's really in like this sphere of comedy, though. Like those mean, are all similar comedies, it, and they're all Judd Apatow comedies too, aren't they? Yeah. Well, Which when I heard wise. Judd was on this, I was like, "Oh, that makes sense." And I can see like this Judd how got this push too. So yeah. I was reading an interview, or I was curious as to why this did poorly. Um, and you know, uh, I think Billy Eichner came out and was like, oh, the fucking straights aren't ready for all this gay, but they did research and gay people didn't go see this movie either. Like it was, they had a large amount of women go see this movie. It's a WNBA situation. Yeah. Yeah. It's like your people just aren't, aren't fucking out there gunning for you, you know? Um, which is super sad. Because I, I feel can like see the why because like the and they they talk about it in the movie when we go back to the dinner scene where you have the guys like the the masculine guy feeling that way probably being like and there may have been a part of the gay community being like this movie is like too much for people and yeah I'm but gonna... I don't think that's a very big part of the gay community though <laughs> yeah. I think that's I mean, a lot smaller than you think it is um, yeah but I feel like if that wasn't the case more of them would have seen the movie though no it's a I was reading more and I forgot who reported on it, but largely it's, um, there's no story in any of the trailers. It was just a bunch of like gay jokes, yeah. Or it, yeah, but it wasn't even like, like gay jokes. It was more like, a, oh, this movie's going to be so important because there's so many gay people in it, mm-hmm. but there was none of the jokes, which yeah. is arguably this movie's strongest point is the jokes. And yeah. it wasn't, there was no romance in it for the romantic comedy so like it was uh, a lot of what like analysts are throwing it up to is just really fucking bad marketing because if they would have showed some of the jokes i think it would have done well like really fucking well but i think like this movie and this trailer and it gives me major like train wreck like vibes like like train wreck was way better than i anticipated based off the trailer and, like, I think this movie did the same thing where, like, if people actually, like, because after Trainwreck kind of came out and people were like, oh, no, hey, there's more to it than just Amy Schumer and these, you know, wild jokes. Like, it actually has a story and everything like that. And then more people watched it. But I just wonder if the not enough people that watch it pushed it out afterwards. Like, being like, oh, no, hey, you know, there is more to this movie than just, you know, what it is. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to say because nothing was even out during that time. Like Smile was out. Smile opened the same weekend as this. And this it's opening like, was so weak too, which kind of killed it. Yeah, I just nobody saw yeah. it, so they couldn't yeah. even get. They couldn't even pop. I mean, off. I saw it. I I supported it. Yeah, you're an ally. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah, good for you. Man. <laughs> um, I mean, like your fifth movie that week though, where you didn't say anything, but you know. nah, man, it was my first movie that week. Okay. Oh, so yeah. you paid for that one? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> was it also the first week of the month? Like you may have that may have been the movie that you paid for. Paid for. You literally paid twenty bucks for that one movie. <laughs> oh fuck. <laughs> um, but yeah, I hope, I hope this movie does well. Like I hope that it's a cult classic because that would be yeah, rad. Me, it's a hidden gem. Yeah. For sure. I mean, this movie I mean, is so fucking funny. I think being on Peacock and like being on a like a streaming service doesn't have a ton of movies, and it being featured so prominently. Is Holy shit, it. is it featured prominently? It's like yeah. the second but, movie on there. Yeah, it's featured Peacock before Nope, which is crazy to me. Yeah. 
What? Yeah. Peacock does that, though. Once Peacock gets a new movie on their thing, they're like, hey, watch this. We just got this. Watch this. Watch this. Which I think is super smart because that's what Netflix used to do. And that's why stuff like uh, The Ridiculous Six people is like one of the most streamed things because it's like, hey, when they have something new, they're pushing it. And I think with Peacock pushing this movie, it's not it's not still that it's not still that high up. Right. Uh, in today's day, probably not. Okay. I hope not, because that movie's Cause, terrible. Because you said it it's one of the most streamed, and I was like, there's no way it still holds that title. Yeah. I won't I'm stand. I, it yeah. held it for a minute, though. Well, yeah, because it was uh, that was the first Adam Sandler streaming movie, though, right? I think so. Damn, they just uh, added Night at the Museum? Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Also, what about uh, a gay night at the museum? Oh, shit, a homosexual <laughs> night at the museum. <laughs> An LGBTQ plus night at the museum. Bro, um, I love seeing the dean from Community. I, I forget what his actual name is. <laughs> Jim Parch is his name because I looked he's, him up. He's my favorite of all time. <laughs> I didn't know if he was. Wait, is it Parch? What the hell is it? Perch, maybe. What the hell is this dude's name? Oh, no. Am I wrong? Look. I was too litty last night while I was trying to watch this. Um, litty off the titty. But I didn't know if he was gay or not or bi, actually. So I had to look it up. And he's gay. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, makes sense. Uh, I really but why not? But why not cast? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why not cast the bi guy though? <laughs> I really liked how he was fighting for bi rights, and the thing with uh, Abraham Lincoln, I I totally was on his side with that. I was like, <laughs> no, I do think Abraham Lincoln did like women as well. I think he yeah, he bi, was just slanging just and banging for sure. Yeah, but, but I don't and know I though because that. back then you would need to have a beard, you know, regardless yeah. of whether or not you liked it. I, I kind of lean towards that he's probably just gay and he was just hiding it really well. Because if he didn't hide it, if someone found out he was gay, they were cutting him in half vertically. You know what I mean? Yeah. Back then, they were they were putting him in a fucking Iron Maiden and slamming the door yeah. shut. Yeah. <laughs> like, he had to be fucking the broads. Otherwise, he was done. Um, yeah. And yeah, maybe. But I, I'm, I'm on the side of bye. That's you just I'm can't handle one of the greatest presidents of all time being a gay, huh? My thing is, if you're in the if you're in the community, it doesn't matter. I feel like it's all the same to me. Bro, you saw that goddamn letter that he wrote to Samuel Jackson's character, man. Yeah, Samuel Jackson, dude. He told him. Wait, what? In the hateful eight, oh, you know, okay, okay. that letter. <laughs> I still haven't seen it. It's still on my watch list. It's oh, no longer man. in the top ten, though. Ridiculous six. Though. God bless America. <laughs> Finally, yeah, we that was woke in 2016. up. Yeah, that was old. Yeah. Um, but like, you know, maybe bros will be the most streamed fucking LGBTQ rom- rom-com ever. I wonder how it is doing on streaming. Let's see. If we can yeah, I, I was going to say, what's we'll like the highest it. grossing like LGBTQ Bro, you got You got the ever. Googs right in front of you, baby. A highest. Yeah, you're smart though, man. Come on. I, thought you I can't. Know. What? This is the this is the second rom-com that is a gay-led film I've ever seen. The other one being I Love You, Philip Morris, and those two dudes aren't gay. <laughs> yeah. That movie's who's, good, though. Uh, it is so Debra, good. Who's Deborah Messing? Bro, who's Deborah Messing? Will and Grace? She's they great. You, Will and Grace, I'm bro? Like, oh, I'm like yeah. Aaron, dude. Come on. I didn't you, know. <laughs> you've never seen Will and Grace? That show's a fucking bop and yeah. a half. Oh. Hey, that was funny, though. He did try, like, he just, like, all his, like, trauma he just like dropped on her bogus though bro and she was like i didn't go up to you and drop all my shit on you <laughs> yeah and i think it is called trauma dumping is what it's called what people do and he did it too and he's like bro she just bro she just walked in like chill out and she's trying to give you some money dog <laughs> chill out yeah 
Um, I love at the end though where he's like, uh, "This will be the only time this has ever been said." But Deborah Messing, get the fuck out of my way! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Um, but dude, the jokes fucking hit in this whole fucking film, man. I, I mean, when oh, no, you have it's super funny, yeah. When you have so many comedic people on staff, it's gonna be hilarious no matter what, you know. Well. That's the thing too, like the the people behind this, like it's like it's some hitters. Like it's not yeah. like this was thrown together with just like him and like his team. It's like no, it's like and there's a lot of like, SNL stuff like attached Dude, to this. Too. So like, many SNL people are in this movie, it's crazy. Yeah. Like so you know it, it couldn't have been bad. Um so the top ten most financially successful LGBTQ films in history are as follows. Number ten, the favorite, box office total, ninety five million dollars. Uh, the hours from twenty or two thousand and two, one hundred and eight million dollars. Uh, oh my God, Bruno in two thousand and nine with a oh, box wow. office total of one hundred and thirty eight point eight million dollars. So bad. It's just so weird. I never I, saw that. Really? I, I, he, there's a moment in it where he ties a string to his penis and he makes it dance and then it stops. And, and you see the full penis yeah, on screen? Oh, brother, it is the only thing on screen. So it dances, it oh. stops, and then the head of the penis opens and it goes, Bruno. <laughs> it's so wild. Yeah. It's so there's weird. There's some weird dynamics in that movie. Sasha, they literally went, all right, Sasha Baron Cohen. You gave us Kazakhstan. <laughs> Give us a gay icon. <laughs> and he made yeah. Bruno. Yeah. Uh, Alexander, which is from 2004, $167 million. Um, Oh, it's got Colin hmm. Farrell in it, Angelina Jolie, Val Kilmer, Anthony Hopkins, Jared Leto, Rosario Val Dawson. Kilmer? Yeah, dude. Rosario Dawson? Yeah. Oh, my There's God. a fuck ton of really good people in it. Um, Brokeback Mountain with $178 million. The Birdcage, which is fantastic. The Birdcage is such a good fucking movie. Is. Oh, it's so good. Uh, 185 million. Rocketman, 195 million. Philadelphia, 206 million. The Imitation Game, 233 million. And just take a guess at what they put at the number one spot. One prominent gay character. One prominent gay character. Biopic. Oh, uh, John. No, that was uh, that was Rocket Man already. Um, is that that movie about the the decoding or whatever? No, because that was the Imitation Game. That. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Bohemian Rhapsody in 2018, 903 oh, million dollars. I wouldn't sense. call that an LGBTQ film, but yeah. okay. And this I get is, where they're coming from, though. But it's wrong. <laughs> Yeah, it's wrong. This is this is from GayTimes.co.uk. So who am I to to I go mean, against they, the gays? Yeah, if they say it is. They say it is. Nah, fuck that. Wrong. I could tell them they're wrong. No, we gotta be critics as well, dude. Come on. Yeah, <laughs> I gotta criticize everybody, gay or not. Huh? What so an interesting bro, list. A lot of so straight. Bros when it, when Bros went to Vod, it was they say like some people had it saying it was like number two at Voodoo. And then three mm-hmm. on iTunes, so like it yeah. still was making money other routes, and then plus with the streaming rights. But yeah, I mean, I'm sure people were like, "I just don't want to go see that in theaters." Yeah, you know, um, I want to see it in the privacy of my home. Yeah, I want to watch dudes even, get blown. Even with all that and ticket sales, they're saying that they might earn fifty percent back. 
So unless unless Peacock literally gave them fifty percent of their budget in that to put to stream it, which they wouldn't, like no, 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 it's it's the movie is owned by the same people who own Peacock. Oh, so yeah, this movie ain't making no money because I don't was, know how many subscribers it was always gonna go. I don't think it's pulling in any subscribers. Yeah. But if people are watching on the ad-supported tier, you know, it's a movie they own already, so all the ad revenue is going to them. Yeah. yeah. I think they're number nine on the streaming list, Peacock. Oof. Really? Surprisingly, or I guess not surprisingly, Amazon Prime is number two. Number so one being Netflix. Netflix? Yeah. Well, Wednesday just came out and bought that. Like, yeah. People really ate that shit up. Well, it's got more watch time, but it makes sense because the episodes are shorter and the season is shorter, so you can watch it quicker and maybe mm-hmm. even rewatch it in the same amount of time that it would take you to watch Stranger Things once. Mm-hmm. So that's why the watch time is better. Not uh, if you're a super fan, fan dude. What? Not if Not you're a super fan? fan. Just, you just watch all that shit one day. No, and then you yeah, watch yeah. it again the next day. <laughs> Yeah, um, pump those numbers up. Uh, those are regular numbers. So Peacock is owned by NBC Universal, so they definitely own, um, they own Bros, like the film or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and I assume they're gonna write like, 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 Probably, yeah, I could see it. Um, what the fuck was I gonna say? I forgot. But I, I, I mean, a lot of people didn't watch it because it's about game, game. Like, 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 that's what a lot of it is. Ah, uh, you could maybe say that for like where we live. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there are parts of America where that is true, and then I think there's more parts of America that don't. I don't think that's true at all. Where it's like it's, it's, they I just think didn't think the movie would, would be funny. Really right. What? Yeah. The marketing sucks. Yeah, it was it was more so the but marketing, I, I, less so the fact that it's two I, gay dudes. I think it's but I think it's weird though because like if this movie like when I saw this movie, I was like, okay, I wouldn't have thought, oh, this movie's not gonna be funny. Like I when I look at this movie, I was like, oh no, based on the people behind it, this movie probably is gonna be funny. But you're not the average like, viewer. Right. Well, they need to you see, no. you see sixty movies a, a fucking year. Yeah, like you, you know, you can't base it off your own personal experience. You gotta, you gotta remember that normal people need strong marketing because the marketing is gonna work on them. They don't care about who's directing it or who's producing it. None of that shit. They only care about trailer make me laugh, haha, and that'll make them they go see a movie. Judd Apatow's name on there. Wrong. They needed. It. I don't think Judd <laughs> Apatow's a selling point anymore. I don't know, man. I, I mean, you can like I don't think it would have hurt at this point, though. I, I don't but, think it would have helped, though. Like, yeah. especially because... he done uh, recently? He hasn't directed shit. Because the Not last shit, movie he directed yeah. was trash, I want to say. But, like... The, the last bubble movie he he's did, doing. Yeah. He also wouldn't have... Yeah, he did The Bubble in 2022, which is, like... One of oh, the most hated films of the year, I'm pretty sure. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, and shit. then two years oh, ago, he did Staten Island, but who, who, I don't think anybody even saw that movie. So that movie nah. was, I thought it was really good, but I think it also came out in 2020. So it like, did. What do you know, that's, that's... Nobody saw it. Everybody yeah. was too busy watching... In... They were watching Tiger King. <laughs> you know, yeah. they weren't going to watch out that. June, yeah, its initial release was June 12, 2020, in the middle of like and it, lockdown. And, and stuff, it dropped yeah. during lockdown. That, like, if anybody yeah. was going to watch a fucking rando movie, it was going to be during that. 
and nobody well, saw. You had it. to pay like fourteen dollars for it. No one was yeah, mad. It it made two point two million on a thirty five million dollar budget. Oh, King yeah. of Staten Island. Yeah, yeah. I think the uh, last movie that everybody really liked of his was Trainwreck, and I didn't even bother yeah. seeing that one. Yeah, Trainwreck's hilarious. That's all I've heard. But like, uh, yeah, Judd, like even Staten Island's really funny. Like, his movies are funny, whether they have good stories or not is a whole other story. Right, but clearly it's not enough to get people in seats because he directed, yeah. like, Trainwreck people saw. Nobody saw yeah. May It Last, The Portrait of the Averett Brothers. <laughs> nobody <laughs> it doesn't even have a wiki. <laughs> it doesn't even have a wiki. That's terrible. Yeah. And nobody saw King of Staten Island. And, oh, it's a documentary. And everybody who saw the bubble said it was absolute dog shit. Like Judd Apatow. I mean, the bubble looks like it's trash. It, it got like, it got pretty shit on. But like Judd Apatow is not a selling point anymore. Even as a producer, I don't think anybody gives a shit. They're gonna be like the dude who made fucking Pineapple Express. The dude who produced that. <laughs> yeah, knocked up for you, virgin. All those classics. Yeah, guy? the classics that are almost twenty years old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah, I. Just, but that's also why you would think this would be like, because uh, those are like raunchy comedies, and I don't know like how they wanted to market this film. If they want to have it as like so raunchy. None of those comedies like, though were as raunchy as this one. Yeah, In comparison, so. those movies are not raunchy at all. I the forty year old virgin is pretty raunchy, dude. You do not I never see, saw that. but you don't see a guy getting blown by two other dudes while his boyfriend is kissing him. Yeah. It doesn't hold a candle. <laughs> and they Bro, were you don't see the whole play fighting fucking... Yeah. Uh... Dude, the slapping yeah. that they were doing was so funny to me. This shit was hilarious. Was <laughs> but, like, you know, those those movies were raunchy in 2005 and 2007. Like, now they're tame. You gotta be a, a whole new level. Yeah, you gotta be a whole new level of raunchy to even be raunchy. But there's, there's a ton of movies where there's orgies happening. It only seems raunchy because it's dudes. And I don't even care that it's dudes. It's all the same to me. Whether it's four women, four men... Two, yeah, two, but neither one of those two movies had that. I'm only talking about those two no. movies. I don't care about Eyes Wide Shut. We're not talking about Eyes Wide Shut. We're talking about 40-year-old virgin <laughs> and Knocked Up. Yeah. All right? And this is 40. Oh, Knocked Up, I wouldn't even say. Is, it's like not no, really that knocked raunchy. Up is pre- just... No, Knocked Up is pretty raunchy. They have a whole no, 10 minutes where they're talking about the website they want to set up where it's all like, oh, yeah, and, you know, it'll give you the time code for the tits. <laughs> You know, like, but like, it's one thing to say it; it's another thing to show it. <laughs> like, I mean, but the forty-year-old virgin doesn't have anything like that either. I have to. I'm trying to think of the raunchiest thing I've seen. There's one titty I think it's in the, the boys' 40- episode, probably. There's, oh yeah, there's one That's titty crazy. in the forty-year-old virgin, and it's yeah. when he's at the date, and her titty falls out of the shirt, and that's the raunchiest oh. part. There's no other raunch in the movie. I mean, the bathroom scene with Elizabeth Banks is pretty raunchy, where she's pledging herself with the head of the shower head. Is that in 40-Year-Old Virgin? Yeah. Find me a link. Send me a link. If it's on YouTube, YouTube, it's not that raunchy. You're not finding a blowjob scene on YouTube, I'll tell you what. (laughs) I bet you I can. Bet. I'll give you $5 right now if you find the blowjob scene. ripped it. Uploaded it all to YouTube. It's got to be on a verified account. I'm not account. Stay up. Yeah. I'm not going to stay up. Oh, that sure sounds like you're going to upload it to YouTube. <laughs> hey, 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 you said it just has to be there. I'll upload to our channel. Oh, no. We're going to get a strike. Right. Jed Apatow's gunning for us after this movie made yeah. no fucking money. Um, but, yeah, I think if the, if the marketing would have been better, I think this movie would have popped the fuck off. You just had to. Yeah. Because. 
you know, there are still large swaths of America that are not okay with gay people. That's all, you know, that's going to be a point until those people die and their descendants are all wiped off the face of the earth. <laughs> so, like, you got to really market it correctly so that people will even go see it. Because if the marketing is off, nobody's yeah. going to go see it. Sure. Yeah, they just did a rom-com marketing thing. Just a plain old rom-com. Shit would have hit. You'd have had some grannies in there thinking it was going to be a nice, wholesome movie. Yeah. Oh, what is this? And then sex. Oh, wow, they're kissing. <laughs> they must really love <laughs> each other. <laughs> it's going to be like the Egyptian thing in the background. They're brothers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, we're at... Which is interesting, though, because when I look at that, it, is like, it looks like two men kissing. Yeah, I mean, but, you know, when you're trying to say, you know, oh, gay people don't exist in, in history, you're going to make yeah. up some shit. <laughs> No matter what, um, I'm I'm interested to see. I, like I know you said that um, gay people didn't really show up to see this, but I'm interested to see to see what they think about it. Like, what's their review about it? But I mean, I think anyone yeah, that has know. watched the movie has liked it. It's just like there, no one's watching it. I'll have you know, it only has an, a 90 percent approval rating on uh, on Rotten Tomatoes. The Metacritic one's lower, right? Yeah, the two things don't make sense because on Rotten Tomatoes, you got a 4.5 out of 5 from 500 plus verified ratings. But fucking Metacritic is a 4.0 from 181. Mm. Skip this movie if you're getting tired of the gay community whining about their cause. Oh, okay, well, that's why. What the? <laughs> all, all the homophobes like, showed up to Metacritic, yeah. baby. What up? <laughs> well, that's the thing, too. Like, that's the issue with some of those things because, like, it it if those people have a disdain for the gay community and like they say oh they already show too much they're trying to project or whatever yeah they're gonna give it bad rating no matter what they're not gonna look at that movie objectively whatsoever yeah so like there's too much bias when it comes into like a reviewing a movie like this unless you can literally look into it and be like hey i'm watching like i watched this as a movie i didn't care whether or not these characters were gay straight or whatever but like a lot of people i still feel are gonna be like oh no they always pushing these, you know, characters in these shows and movies, and like, I mean, who cares? I mean, yeah, but it is important to care about it though, because if you don't care, that's how there's no representation. You know, like not caring well, about the fact that this is like, the, I'm pretty. This cast is like ninety percent gay, which I don't think mm-hmm. has ever fucking happened before in film. Like, this is a super important movie because of how representative it is of not only like gay and lesbian people but bi people and trans people and even allies you know like Mm -hmm. his friends that he meets up with are so fucking supportive and like such good people and nice people to him that like it is super important to have a movie like this it just sucks that there are people like wall and Mm -hmm. cuz who say man they really have a serious gay agenda being pushed around to kids and adults and now the showrunners and actors are saying if you don't like this movie you're a racist bro nobody said that if anything, they I mean, said, if you don't like it, you're a homophobe. <laughs> Definitely not a fucking uh, racist. Yeah. One of the Rotten Tomatoes ones, they said, um, it's distinctively smug about pitching itself as a landmark while being really more of a setback, and it's pretty low, a, a pretty low bar for the next one to surmount. No description as to why, though. Daily Telegraph UK. Oh, well... Yeah, I don't trust See, those goddamn I mean, Brits. it seems like a lot of the ratings are based off just, like, the gay aspect, less so the movie itself, though. No, I After mean... After dismantling the inclusive representation component of the film, 
All that's left is a predictable and conformist rom-com. But like, oh, that's see, what a rom-com. I, I but I don't think it's. But like, that's what a rom-com yeah. is, though. Yeah. You know, it's they're they weren't like, trying to understand... fuck with the formula. They were trying to yeah. add to the like. They were trying to add something on top. You know, they yeah. you got a perfect cake. Rom-coms are perfect for the genre. They're perfect. Mm -hmm. Doesn't matter if they're predictable or not. As long as the characters are good, that's why you're watching it. Because you yeah. know what the fuck but the rom com is going to be. Yeah. I can understand though someone saying, be like, oh, okay, outside of that's still just a traditional rom com. I was hoping for something more. Sure. Like, I don't think that's a is. valid argument though. I mean, this movie, you like, if, if you're going into it, you're like, oh, I, like because of the subject material, you're almost like, oh, this shit could break the mold. And then it really didn't. Who thought that? Nobody thought that. There's, I mean, it could though. Like, and but if you any movie can break more, the mold. Any movie can do that. Any movie. No, any movie could have. What? Like, it, it, before you see it, any movie could break the mold. It's just that when you do see it, you realize that no, it's just another movie in the same genre. Like, mm -hmm. I, I don't think going into a movie like that expecting it to break the mold is a good idea for anybody because you're almost always going to be disappointed. You know? Yeah, I, I mean, but they did, and then they said, hey, this shit traditional, and I said, oh, okay. Yeah, but that's why it's an invalid argument, I, I would say. Yeah. Like, I just don't think it's a good argument, being like, oh, it's a, oh, who would have thought that a rom-com would be like a rom-com? I don't know, motherfucker, <laughs> they only had it in the marketing that it was a romantic comedy. You know what you're getting. Mm -hmm. yeah. To expect something more is just stupid. I don't know. I mean, I can see expecting something more out of a movie that's going to take the risk to do like a full on like gay lover type movie to do something totally different. How is it a risk if Brokeback Mountain came out in 2005, though? I mean, I also don't think that did well, though. It's not Brokeback like, Mountain didn't do so well. Cool. You're crazy. Yeah, what's numbers? You're insane. What, what was it like number four or five? It was number four in the On gay list. list, but it did really yeah. well. $14 million budget, $178 million box office. All right, that's good. It did more than 10 yeah. times its budget. Yeah. You, I, but it also had, like, the actors behind it were a lot, like, higher caliber. Oh, uh, no, I, I agree. But, like, yeah. you know, they, they've been doing this but shit since I, 2005 is what I'm saying. Like, I don't I think having two gay leads is that crazy. But I know a lot of people that watched Brokeback oh. Mountain until it really came out were like, oh, I had no idea this was going to be about to Cowboys Lover Story. I never heard that. I thought everybody knew what that movie was about. Because everybody... Was the trailer pretty good? <laughs> I, I don't Shit, know if the trailer, the trailer was trailer, good. Though. But, like, everybody saw it because of the material. No, once they saw it, then it turned into, like, oh, it's that gay cowboy movie. <laughs> I Yeah, I, I don't think so. I don't think that was the discourse around it. But, like, you know, it, it won Oscars. Like, they... to. To say that it's a risk to have two like two gay leads as the as the front. Well, look how is... far apart those movies are, though. It's not like it was like, oh, now we got it for years after. Like those no. movies are so far apart from each other. Yeah, but like that doesn't mean that it's a risk. I wouldn't argue because I think people it... felt it was a risk. If not, they would have continued to do it. I mean, but I'm sure if we looked up and looked up what movies had two gay leads, we would see a bunch and be like, I didn't even think about that. You yeah. know, I mean, though, we're getting another one this year, literally, though, like, so it does seem like they are like, like, it's it's going to be more like normal because the Jim Parsons movie is two gay leads. Yeah, I mean, but we just we also just heard from that list about a bunch of gay led movies or whatever. I, mm -hmm. I don't know. I 
I just don't think it's a risk, right? But also, two of those, it was not just like, I guess it depends too, because I feel uh, society still looks at like, oh, uh, if it's two women leads and it being lesbian, then being more okay with it than if it's two men leading. I don't know if like, it's all of society. You're really, you're casting wide nets here. All, I, you know, I think you think you, heterosexual you men, sure. Heterosexual mm. women don't give a fuck. I can guarantee I, that. See, I don't think that's true. I think you because so much stuff is still based on like religion and especially in the United States that there's people that are going to say like oh I'm against this because But it's that's not true beliefs. either though. Religion has never been smaller in the United States. You're you're talking about a vocal minority. These are the smallest amount of fucking people. That's like when you look at something like uh, abortion. That was like 60% approval rating across America. That's not most of America. Yeah, you know, but like you act like that's not forty percent is not a huge like number, but it's still, not though. most. Yeah, but like if you look at it, there, but how like you get those numbers and it's just it's not like you you pull the whole like United States, you pull portions. But that's what polling is portions. though. You can't you'll you'll never poll everybody. That's impossible. Yeah, polling is taking subsections of data and then extrapolating answers from it. That's just yeah, what data is. Yeah, but a 60-40 split could very well be a fifty-fifty split. There's no fucking way. Absolutely not. It's just not like it, that. There's no way that there's that much variance in the data is what it, it like. There's just no way. But like when you look at the score, like we even just like the Metacritic score where they're like, oh, where people are like, oh, because of their pushing agenda. They if they only show like 100 people and it's like, oh, four out of 100 like this. It's like, OK, yeah. But now if you pull another 100 people, it could totally change the numbers. Yeah, but you're assuming that it's small data like those polls are done professionally. This isn't Metacritic polling whether or not, you know, people are religious. And but like, also you you act like polls can't be like skewed and polls can't be like, no, you know. when they're national polls like this, they're typically not skewed, though. The people that are doing this are typically people who do polls professionally to get data like this to then give to different political parties to move forward, right? Like, it's it's just not skewed. All, all you're doing is just assuming the data is wrong because you disagree mm -hmm. with it. But, like, that's but not true. I, like, I just think it's it's crazy to think that you think we're so far ahead where people are like, oh, no, this isn't a, this doesn't bother me. No, when I think I'm not saying that, though. I'm saying that what I initially said was it's not a risk anymore. I don't think having two gay leads in a film is a risk. I just don't. I think the reason this movie did bad is because the marketing was really fucking shitty. And it, and that's what analysts are saying too. Like people who analyze movie data professionally are saying that. So it's like, I'm not pulling this out of my ass. These are people whose job it is to do this shit because Universal wants to know why this movie did poorly. I don't give a shit why the fuck this movie did poorly. All I know is that I saw this data from analysts whose job it is to do this. And they're not going to fucking lie to Universal what they're just going to give them the data. There's no point in them lying. But also I, you you saying that like America is a mostly religious is just false. There are polls that show that like like Christianity and religious in general our religiousness in general has fallen drastically because people don't go yeah, to church anymore. Decline. Like so but like just because you don't go to church and you're not practicing does not mean you still don't believe in like those those values. Even though I don't think there's anything wrong with being gay or not, there's still a lot of people that still feel that way. I but I, I think that's anecdotal just based on the people that you're around though. You know? Because uh, especially us being Hispanic men, being gay is mm. still not fucking cool with most older Hispanic men. Like that, and and you could contribute that to religious 
beliefs and shit like that but like that would still be anecdotal just because we we are hispanic men the people that we mm. know are hispanic people and hispanic people typically be are typically are more religious or act more religious right which is typically just a front to be a fucking bigot you know like that's mostly what people put it on is oh well i'm a christian so you know i'm allowed to think gay people are bad but like i don't think that's most of america you know, I just, I don't think so at all. And, and to say that that's why it's a risk is, I think is bullshit, you know? Cause I think the amount of people who don't give a fuck if anybody is gay is way larger than the people who care. Especially in a negative sense. I think there's definitely more people who care in a positive sense and like who want people to feel okay being gay. Like, I think there's more people than the people who dislike gay people. But I think too, it's like there's the there there's obviously the people that don't like them. There's people that like them, and then there's a ton of people that are indifferent. Like, but the indifferent so people in, aren't leaving hateful comments though. But the indifferent people, like on certain polls, may be like, "Oh, well, since I don't really care, sure, it's fine." And then you know that's just the issue with it because it depends like where you're polling from, who you're looking at. Because if but I'm wait. indifferent about it, I'm not gonna poll negatively on something. Right. So what are you talking about? But they still may not be like, okay, I don't really care, but like they still may not support this. Like, I just think it's still a if risk. If you don't like, support think- it, though, why are you saying like you do support it? Then you don't then care, you, I guess. But like, then you do sure. care if you don't support it. So this person doesn't care, but doesn't support it, but supports it on paper. I mean, if someone gives you a poll and you're like, all right, I'll do this poll, like, I guess they should then just why wouldn't the they just like, answer how they feel? You're assuming that this person is just like answering wildly, just fucking crossing yeah. all boxes i mean we also didn't see the poll they did i don't know what the questions are how they're you know they're stated yeah like, but like uh, that doesn't matter when you're looking at the fact that like i don't think religion played a big part in this movie doing poorly there's just no way i don't think so at but all like they're they're saying like oh it was marketed poorly but like it also depends on where like who did they pull to like this like just i know you're saying like oh they're they're accredited company it's, it's all across america living. dude it's just all across america that's typically how you pull stuff like that like Gallup polls are all across America. Mm-hmm. That that's just what it is. And like just because you're unaware doesn't mean that you should automatically cast a shadow of doubt, you know? I don't know. I I just I just think you have too much faith in this poll being like, oh no, it's 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 gonna be right when polls they've like polls get messed up all the time. Yeah, but just saying it's wrong without looking into it doesn't make any sense is what i'm saying well you haven't showed me the poll like i don't even know what well yeah but i I, it's also not my burden of proof is what i'm saying like all i'm saying is like why why automatically go oh no that's wrong there's no way i mean but you you could have looked at this poll and i could find another poll that says the total opposite thing like it yeah and if it's from an accredited polling place like like gallup news i'll believe it but like you're not going to find anything like that. You're going to find something from like Churches of America. Bro, I don't give a Of course they're only going to pull people who go to fucking church. Yeah, they're going <laughs> to say that it's booming. But like, you know, this is like data that's used to like track things. That's like saying, "Well, I don't trust the census because not everybody answers it." Yeah, that's a part of polling. Not everybody's going to answer it. <laughs> yeah, but it's like known in the censuses that people, especially Hispanic people don't do it. So like that is like it's kind of hard to trust the census in certain areas. I mean, but like you have but no other I, I numbers think, to like, go on. 
Yeah, yeah like I Joey mean, said, I think everyone should do the census. Like, I, I'm not, I'm not even arguing you, that. But... I think that's understood. But what I'm saying is, like, yeah. you can't argue against it if you don't have other numbers to go on, you know? And, like, just because, you know, two Hispanic people that don't fill out the census doesn't mean that swaths of Hispanic people are filling it out, you know? I mean, but based on the way the politicians are going about pushing to get people in, like, minority communities to do the polls, you can. it's clearly a problem. Like, if not, they wouldn't like be pushing so hard for people of color to do polls or to do the census. Yeah, I mean, sure. But I don't know. Like your argument is like, you know, I could find a poll that says otherwise. But like that doesn't necessarily mean that it's a good poll. Like these are polls yeah, that but everybody your argument trusts. Is, I found one poll is to end all be all. No, there are I well, oh my god. This is so fucking pointless. Regardless, like it is, it is understood that like religion in a sense is just falling. Numbers are falling all over the place in America. Like, regardless of whether or not you believe it, that's just the fact. Like, yeah, but it's that's still falling. a decent amount of portion that will not watch this movie and it hurts its numbers. But it doesn't hurt it like the like how bad the numbers are right now. There's no fucking way. Like, I don't think no. the religious aspect is the most important aspect here. I just think if it was, like, this movie, if it was not, like, two gay dudes, I think would have done so much better. I don't, which I, think I think it would have just fallen into the gutter. Because it really would have just been cookie cutter as shit. I mean, it would have just gone to the Hallmark Channel is what it would have fucking done. Because how many... No, I mean, this this group of people would have still put this movie out the way they put it out. Like, it's it just wouldn't have been falling to gay leads. But then they wouldn't have put it out the way that they put it out. They probably wouldn't have made the movie if it wasn't featuring two gay leads. Because yeah. when was the last time Judd Apatow made a fucking rom-com? Shit, I feel like all his movies are rom-coms. But, I mean, we just went over his movies. So, right. like, the last couple haven't been. Right. Yeah. So, like, he probably would not have put this movie out. This movie wouldn't have gotten made if it wasn't Billy Eichner and Nicholas Stroll- Stroller or Stoller doing the story. Yeah. You know? like So, it would probably be Trainwreck 2015 would be the last, like, rom-com, I'd say. Yeah. So, like, my yes, man hasn't put out man. fucking rom-cons in seven years. Yeah. Or hasn't produced I, one, I guess. But, like, it, I just think it is unfortunate, though, because, like, if... I just think there there are still groups of people that won't watch it for that reason when I don't think that should have been a reason for them not to watch it. And, like, I think there's just so many groups that may have, like, oh, because of subject material or because even for marketing... I understand marketing is important, but, like, it's one of those things where I feel like... I don't understand why word of mouth hadn't pushed this movie further ahead because like, I mean, you said it, you said it yourself. They're bigots. They don't like gay people. So they're not going to see it no matter what. It doesn't matter if their gay friend said it was funny. If Martha is a fucking devout Christian, she's not going to see it. Like, but they also didn't expect to get those people. I'm sure. I, I don't think Billy Eigner wrote this script and was like, Oh, fucking Catholics are going <laughs> to eat this shit up, brother. Yeah. Like, there's no fucking way, you know? Yeah. But he, they may have also, like, sometimes people make move, movies and they're like, I just want to, like, they may have made this because they want to show, like, their point of view, their message. They know it's going to lose money. Like, and I don't think they made this movie think they were ever going to make money. No, they did. Like, and the analysts thought it was going to make money, too. Um, So, see, I, I, I mean, 
That's you can so disagree ballsy, with it too, but I mean, yeah. no, there are multiple factors in here that point it towards it at least making money. It's uh, esti- It's initially prom- uh, projected to gross eight to ten million dollars from opening in thirty three hundred theaters in its opening weekend. That's what it was projected to make was eight to ten million dollars mm-hmm. in its opening weekend, and it made fourteen million during its entire run. So, like, yeah. no, people thought this was gonna make money. I mean. There's so Shit, many. Where are they getting that information from, though? If it's so wrong, I, you're gonna have to look that one up because I don't fucking know. I because like it's, that's it's their one thing job. to be off on those. Yeah, it's one thing to be off a little bit because those numbers are always like uh, estimates, projections. Like you know, Disney always goes under because so they can look like they made more. Yeah. Like that happens, but to be off that big is crazy. Yeah, I mean, they probably thought there's a ton of fucking funny people in this movie. It's gonna do really well, and then yeah. just nobody saw it. But that shit happens all the time. Look at um Yeah. Look at the what look at the Ridley Scott movie with Ben Affleck and Matt Damon in it. Mm-hmm. Nobody yeah, saw that, that fucking one, movie. That one should have killed. Like that, yeah. So you uh, you honestly can't Doubt, predict the fucking market then. I yeah. no, it's the last duel in Paris or some shit like that. Yeah, I think it's just the last duel, but yes. Um I think But like you can't predict the market. No. Cuz you know you're one bad you're one bad fucking trailer away from nobody going to see it. Regardless regardless of how it's this movie's yeah. probably one of the best comedies of the year. It is. I don't think it's really even debatable. But like the I think also too they hope that it was far like removed enough from uh like COVID that they were like, "Oh, more people are going." But there's still a lot of people that aren't going to the movies. Like unless you're goddamn Maverick. No, I don't think so. I think movies are doing pretty well overall. We haven't we haven't seen very many movies that didn't make money. Like yeah, but it's like I mean, but it's like a lot of them have been Marvel movies that always make money. Like there's a lot of movies that have like been like like. But it's I guess the time I don't of think so. Is, We've only seen bad. how many Marvel movies in 2022? Like three, three of the yeah. of yeah. the you know thirty movies we've seen this year. Yeah, like uh, yeah, I. I don't know. This, uh, this movie I mean, is just one of those up. fucking tragedies that that fell by the wayside. You know. I do think in the coming years, though, like in the next five years, people are gonna look back at this and then be like, "Oh, this is great," and I do think it's gonna get a run. Like, and then also too, we're gonna be further, uh, like, push further across in like society where we're more accepting of things. Um, even whether like we say like, "Hey, that's a reason" or not, I do think more people in the next five years are gonna be willing to watch this movie. And also, too, like, the word of mouth can get out stronger, like, hey, how good this movie is. So, like, I think in time, this movie could re-release and do well. It's hard to tell, though, because I don't know. So many movies, so many fantastic movies go unnoticed five, ten years after they come out, though. I don't know if this movie is, is stand out enough for it to matter in five years. I yeah, think I, I think it's going to be a matter of another Judd Apatow movie is going to come out in five mm-hmm. years. We're going to look at the list of movies he produced, and we're going to be like, "Damn, dude, Bros was so fucking good. What happened?" But I think I think too, like looking at compared to like Judd stuff, like this movie is top tier compared to some of those. And I, it's but just these like, are just his you, produces though. Yeah. So we'd have but, to I mean, look he at a lot of good shit though. Yeah, but he also produces a yeah. lot of fucking stinkers. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like when you do comedy, you're you're it's real like you're either gonna have a, a all time classic or not. So the box office for twenty twenty two right now is at uh six billion dollars. Like and it probably it'll probably be eight by the end of the year because I'm America only? gonna do well. Uh so this is, this is or worldwide. Let me see. This is domestic box office. Okay. Um 
So can I find worldwide or no? So right now we're going to go off of just domestic. On average, like it makes 10 to $11 million. Like US is kind of what it makes. But then obviously the last two years are low because of pandemic. COVID, yeah. So like this one still might be a little under, which is, so it's, it definitely box office is coming back, but it's still not fully back, I feel. Yeah, but I don't think because- it'll ever be fully back. People have gotten so accustomed to just watching movies at their home. Like, if you don't give a shit about the screen being bigger or having comfortable seats or being in Dolby or IMAX, what's the point of even going to the fucking movies? If I was just some fucking rando, I would never go to the movies, I think. Yeah. You know? I mean, yeah, but I, like, there's less people that, like, oh, like, I like the movie-going experience, I feel, nowadays because it's so comfortable at home. Like, at home is so nice. And they don't want to put their fucking phones away. They don't want to not talk. They don't want to silence their shit. I think that's a big portion of it, too, because I'm going to talk about it during Violent Night. A motherfucker just had his track phone out. His fucking <laughs> oh, yeah, flip I'm phone sure out, and he was not caring. And he went to go see it with Bro. one of his boys, and they literally at the beginning of the movie were like, "Hey, man, grinder going off on your phone, bro?" During oh, Violent Night, during so the stupid. opening of Violent Night, I was yeah. like, "One, he's got a flip phone, motherfucker. He ain't got grinder on that. I know for a fact yeah. grinder ain't on that." But also, that'd be impressive. Yeah, he fucking hacked it. He reversed engineered <laughs> yeah. it. But also. Like, dude, you're not at home, dog. What yeah. the fuck are you talking for? The trailers are done, by people the way. People don't know how to act right, dude. People just, those yeah. two years really took away people's ability to know how to act in a goddamn yeah. theater. It's ridiculous. But I could also see, too, a large group of, like, parents rather being at home now because it's like, oh, I can watch this at home. I don't have to get a babysitter, stuff like that. Yeah. I I don't think, uh, I think this is the new norm for mm-hmm. theaters yeah i don't think it's we still ever need gonna a few more back. years though yeah like because this is the first i think like I, i'd say this is the first full year of movies since the pandemic so like yeah next year we'll kind of get a better projection because it's kind of hard to go off of anything prior to because so much has changed because every year I'll it have was you know we up. have the uh flu of 1918 to go off of okay and they were making movies back then so we could look it up if we wanted right, let me <laughs> but i'm not doing that math and we've been doing this for an hour and two minutes so we're moving on yeah but we gotcha. have it we have it something to look up um uh, all right we're going to the questions now no more. I don't want no nothing about this no movie. More. No more. You get a line and that's it. A sentence. I, I thought it was funny. <laughs> I liked it. <laughs> Motherfucker, I said no more, you son of a bitch. Yeah, that was two lines. <laughs> yeah, that was two lines. There was, there was two oh, periods, fun. you son of a bitch. Well, some, some English isn't my first language. But you know what is your first language? Is James's favorite part. Uh, my favorite part is actually when he's in the museum for the first time. Who and is like, he? he sees himself in the reflection. Uh the boyfriend okay, okay. The Aaron. Aaron. Okay. um i thought it was real touching because like you see him like struggling and you see him like battling through like his own insecurities and i thought it was like a real touching moment um and then he disappears again which i thought was funny my man is the batman by the way yeah <laughs> we didn't bring it up during the review but holy yeah. shit he is swift i need dude, to start so yeah i gotta start taking testosterone dude fuck it yeah have to eric <laughs> what is your favorite part of bros i really like the rom-com of it man that's just the, the like the Provincetown bit. I thought that was great, man. I thought it was really sweet. So uh, yeah, really quick, we've done one other rom com this year. Which is better, Marry Me or Bros? Bros. Marry Me is a strong rom com though, dog. <laughs> and Owen Wilson, bro. Yeah, Owen and, Wilson is. And they're heterosexual. Come on, <laughs> bangers. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> 
I think Bros is a better movie, but like, um, Marry Me, like, one, it has some banger songs. Like, it has, like, a lot of other things going for it. Like, as you know, it has some more aesthetic. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Bros is more calm, I think, which I like. Yeah, there's yeah. more but cock it's also in Bros. Calm. Yeah, there's way more cock in Bros. You're right. Yeah. Owen Wilson's not yeah, trying to calm. hang dong. <laughs> No, no, no. Uh, I just, you know, wanted to lay that out there because I don't think we saw any other rom-coms this year, did we? We could have, but who knows? I don't think That's so, James though. James' department, I don't know. That is James's department. If he doesn't know, nobody knows. Yeah. Um, I don't know what my favorite part is, dude. I think <laughs> the part that really got me last night at 2 in the morning when I was watching it was when he took the steroids, but he missed his window, so he's raging in the fucking museum. He's like ripping the <laughs> yeah. flag. He's like, I'm on steroids. <laughs> it's just that I'm shit. A roid rage. Yeah, that shit killed me. He's like, I missed my fucking window. <laughs> it's too good. Yeah, he, did he does the thing. Window. He's like, hey, bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's he kind of like. He catfishes, catfishes that guy. <laughs> and the dude's yeah. like, oh, 100%. I love that the dude was like, you're not a fucking killer, are you? And he's like, no, I just wanted to see. <laughs> Too good. Yeah. The whole he sequence totally is so good. Yeah. Uh, James, what was your least favorite part of Bros? I, so based on the trailer, I thought I was going to like some of the um, other characters more, but they didn't really have a bigger role in it. As big of a role as I thought, like all the board member people, I guess you would say. So, like, pretty much all their shit was in the trailer. So, like, I was a little underwhelmed by them. Uh, I, their first meeting, for sure, was in the entirety of the trailer. I would agree with that. Mm-hmm. I think the later stuff wasn't as much, but there wasn't a lot more after that. Yeah. Because, like, their joke where it, like, was just prominent in the trailer, where it's like, oh, the gays had their thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's such a throwaway line in that. And I'm like, oh, I think I would have really thought that was funny in the context if it wasn't in the trailer so much. Yeah. Like, so then that, like, that's, like, so one of the board meetings was like, oh, it's kind of just... There's not really much going on here. Yeah. I, that kind of builds onto my least favorite part, but we're going to do Eric next. Eric, what was your least favorite part of Bros? Mm. It's super nitpicky because I don't think there's much. But uh, The way the dude was texting the whole time on the fucking, <laughs> on his phone, he literally fucking... <laughs> You would be like this. I'm like, bro, you can pretend you're texting. How do you guys feel about the way that they portrayed text, though? Because some movies do the pop-up text. Other movies, you're like reading over their shoulder and you're reading it. Uh How do you guys feel about the way that they portrayed it here, where it was just them talking but without moving their mouths? I I like that. I prefer that, I think. Uh, I I guess I didn't really care. I thought it was funny, though. Like, So I think the... It didn't matter because the interactions were so good. Yeah, I, like, I agree. I that I, it, sh- it, show, or it was super good because you were getting their inflection. And like Billy yeah, Eichner is act. like, yeah, and he's fucking an actor. I think, yeah. uh, you know, the two of them playing off each other was fantastic because it's the straight man and the fucking, the dude who's off his fucking rocker, which is cool. Yeah. Like, that's a fun yeah. dynamic. Um, My least favorite part, though, I don't know if the B plot was strong enough. So like the A plot is of course Bobby and Aaron getting together, you know, them discovering their love for each other. That's the A plot. But the B plot mm-hmm. of him like, I gotta give five million dollars to open up the museum. I was like, damn, they just fucking threw something at the wall and this is what stuck, huh? This could have been better. So like I totally get what you're saying because like I at no point in the movie did I feel like they weren't going to get it done. 
Like, yeah, I feel like they did a really <laughs> bad job of like there was no urgency. There's no like, tension there at was, all. None. No, like I do. I didn't like throughout the whole movie. I never felt like oh, like I knew they were gonna get together. I knew this was gonna run through. Like, and I feel like it maybe needed more drama. But I guess it's not a the a, a plot drama is pretty scene. drama heavy though. I I think when he goes to meet up with the the dude that he played hockey with, that drama is heightened. It's undercut by that rando putting the bike in the bike holder or whatever. But you know <laughs> yeah. that that's the a plot that's really good. The A plot had yeah. me, you know, yeah, interested I, I in really it. I really like that that bit, that part. You did or you didn't like it? He, I did. Oh, okay. When he was like, "No, I, I don't trust you." I was like, "Yeah, no. yeah." I'm, and of course, you know, it's a rom com, so you know they're gonna get back together. But yeah. like the the museum shit. I mean, that was so much stronger though than the yeah, museum stuff. One hundred percent. Which I yeah. think, if the museum stuff was stronger, it this movie would be even better. And maybe yeah. the homophobes would have come out to see it if the museum shit was stronger. Really? Homophobes love museums. Yeah, if the B plot was as strong as the A plot, this would have been yeah. top ten greatest rom coms of all time. Yeah, could have. Yeah, for sure. But you know, because now I, I, go ahead. People are gonna pick that apart. Like yeah. that's gonna get picked apart throughout the years as well. Um, and it's it's gonna be a nightmare alley thing. People are gonna be like, "Hey, I love oh, the relationship. No. I hate." <laughs> I'd rather watch all two hours of this movie. I'll watch the first 45 minutes of Nightmare Alley. And then I just turn it off. I go, wow, Guillermo del Toro made the best uh, Carney movie ever. Of all time. Great short film. Greatest greatest short long film of all time. Um, All right. Cinema scores. Would we rent it? No. No. Nah. Would you buy this movie physically? No. No. Nah. Would you buy it digitally? No. No. And a Judd Apatow pack, sure. Oh, you get a 90 movie Judd Apatow producer credit pack? <laughs> That's a, I'd buy that shit. But, but then you also get the bubble, though. And you yeah. get year I one. I want to see the bubble, though. The concept of the bubble is cool. It's just shit movie. Yeah, but then you also get year like one. The- year one is trash. Yeah, but there's some moment. <laughs> Yeah, the one that's mean is the moment. There's one moment. Oh, first time? That's it. There's no other moment. (laughs) Um, Would you buy this in the $5 bin at your favorite local establishment? And this is a great $5 movie. Yeah. I don't know if I would spend... Great gift. I don't know if I'd spend $5 (laughs) on it, though. Yeah. Uh, you had a coupon for bro. If I get four ninety nine off a five dollar movie, I'm buying the fuck out of this movie for a cent. I'm buying. Honestly, it. I'm buying a ton of them and reselling them. <laughs> I'm buying it just so I can rip it, put it on the Plex server, and then fucking put. I'm gonna send it back to yeah. Best Buy and get my cent back. Oh shit. Um, would you put this on in the background while people are over? I think so. I think so too. <laughs> just for the chaos aspect alone. So, like, me personally, yes, but also still, there's a lot of people. I know we're not saying a lot. You're not saying a lot, but I'm saying a lot. You're saying a lot of people that you know. There you go. That's a better <laughs> yeah. descriptor of it. But also, there's there's some kids in the house, so I don't know if you can. No, but it doesn't say which people. All right? This isn't that specific. It's saying if the occasion arises with the right people, are you putting that sound in the background with those people over? Oh, right yes. people, 100%. 100%. Because there's yeah. some movies, Wrong though, people? Blue no. Bayou, even with the right people, I'm not putting it on the background. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's a downer. Yeah, there's no... <laughs> I'm like Even with people who would like the movie, those yeah. people aren't the right people because it's not just you alone eating a chicken sandwich. 
This yeah. movie, though, with the right people, you throw that bitch on, you know, you turn around, you play a couple beer pong, you turn back, this one dude's getting blown by two dudes. I would play this amongst our group of friends. 100%. I think it would be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I wouldn't. Yeah, whenever you say you people, I always just think of us. That's what I think, too. Yeah. <laughs> um, would you watch this again? Yes. I don't know Same if it has enough way. to bring me back. Like, I, I did enjoy it, but maybe one more time? I would have to watch it with someone else, though. I'm not watching it alone again. No, no, I, was, I was cackling, dude. This is my second time seeing it. Yeah. I was still cackling. But if Even you... Even strong. Home. But if you... <laughs> yeah, they were like, why is that dude laughing at his suck noises? That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, like, would you have watched it a second time if you didn't have to watch it for work? I think so. Okay. If I just I was just scrolling something like I didn't. Yeah, you, know, you were I on the cock. The Walking Dead. You're very casually yeah. on the cock. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Would you recommend it? Should we remove this since in the spoiler we free we give the recommend? Up. Yeah. Okay. Probably. So we gave all thumbs up. So we would all recommend yeah. it. Uh, art ratings. Who's got a good one? I give this. Hold on. Wait. 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 Hold it, hold, hold. I, I forgot to open up the sheet. Hold. <laughs> uh, now I'm freaking out. I can't read. All right. <laughs> what's in the, what's in our sevens, Joey? Oh, dude, I don't have that open, Eric. Shit. I know I'm opening up the rankings so that we can take those numbers and then put them in. In the sevens, we oh. have, in order of the rank, by the way, this is in order of how highly we rank them. Snowpiercer, 500 Days of Summer, Annihilation, Tenet, uh, Doctor Strange 2. What the fuck movie is that? <laughs> the, the, the icon is so small that I can't read the text. A Quiet Place Part 2, The Fault in Our Stars, uh, uh, Conjuring 3, The Devil Made Me Do It, Candyman, Coco, The Naked Gun, Belfast, That Thing You Do, Birdman, Sonic, uh, Almost Famous, uh, I don't know what that movie is either. Um, you know, so, I mean, that's the front half, though. Yeah. Yeah. That gives you a good okay. feel. Step Brothers, yeah, Malignant, a... American Psycho, Batman, Shazam. We do such a wide variety of movies. We got look, hey, nobody can a... say that we pigeonhole yeah. ourselves. Nobody. Yeah. Um all right, James, I'm ready for you. I give it eight out of ten days in my cycle. I gotta hurry up and get to the gym because <laughs> I don't want to miss my window. I gotta fucking <laughs> Eric. I give this 8.5 million dollars I gotta fucking get from uh, Deborah Messing or whatever. <laughs> Bowen Yang is the one who gave it to him, though. Um, <sighs> uh, Joey's about to give it a 6. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's not a 6. It's not a 6. Eric, what was your thought process? You were like, what's in the sevens? And then you go eight and, eight and a half. half. You wasn't nowhere <laughs> well, near like, seven. That's well, a point of I, half up. I wanted, to, I wanted to rate it above you because I'm like, <laughs> oh, I didn't think you would rate it a eight. Because I was going to no, rate I, it an eight. Yeah, I like I like this movie. I don't think it's a bad movie. I just think there's there's so many reasons why it didn't do as well in this box office. But I think everyone should have watched it because it's a great movie. I'm going to have to give it a 7.75 tops willfully being a bottom because they love their partner that's, which i think is also too. a really important i think that's a super important scene 
Because, mm-hmm. you know, for for most gay men, when you're stuck in your top or bottom, you're a top or a bottom. Very rarely Especially will you Especially for switch. his character. Yeah, he's a total like, top. Like, he's a, sh- yeah. he's a hard top. And for him to be like, I'll bottom, that's huge. Yeah. And that's how you know, like, he got through to him and, like, helped him kind of um, love himself more. Yeah. And, like, be okay with who he is. Because no matter what, like, throughout his any point before he meets him, he is he's like, okay, I'm gay, but, like, I'm not that gay. Yeah, I'm like, not. I, I mean, they dropped the hard T in here. <laughs> and he would have definitely yeah. said, I'm no hard T, buddy. Yeah. Um, um, which is very important. Bro, when they said that in bed, I was like cracking the fuck Dude, up. I was so thrown off. I was like, oh shit, okay. okay. I mean, hey, if anybody can say it, it's them. It is one hundred percent them. Man. That chocolate ear. He's <laughs> over here he's over there packing the fudge. You know what I'm saying? 100%. Um All right, everybody. That was our that was I our review. Think about it like that. Yeah. I I'm surprised they didn't make the joke. I was really shocked they didn't make a fudge packing joke. I was so thrown off. Um so that was our review of Bros. Average score of eight point zero eight. Since you know, I gave nice. it a little bit higher than the seven point five I was going to give it. Um, and I think the only reason I gave it less than an eight is because we also saw Violent Night in the same week. If we review this movie separately of Violent Night, I think I would have given this movie a better score. But you'll wow. understand why in our review of Violent Night coming up next. Uh, other than that, though, thanks for tuning in on twitch.tv slash TV and our YouTube channel for our review of Bros. Continue listening and watching and showing your support on all social media at TV. If you leave a comment on a short, brother, we're going to respond. Sometimes we'll double respond to it. Sometimes James will, James will respond and I'll respond. And you just have to fucking guess to see who's who. <laughs> Uh, if you couldn't catch us live, don't worry. You can listen to us on all podcasting platforms. Just look up Sooner or Later TV. We record our episodes typically live on Sundays and upload them typically by Wednesday, unless work is hard, because we don't get paid for this. So you'll get it when you get it. But you could tune in in five minutes for our review of Violent Night. We love you guys. Bye. Bye. See you.